everyone, this is Christina Savani, and this is Saved Save the Podcast. Alright guys, we are in the season finale. Can y'all believe that? We are done with the first season of Saved Save the Podcast. I don't know about you guys, but this has been an amazing first season. Like, I did not expect it to be as impactful to so many different people as it has been. And it's been so amazing. And trust me, guys, like, I didn't want this season to end, but your girl needs a break. But... I am not leaving you guys without something extra, extra special. So this episode is near and dear to my heart. And just to let you guys in on something, it was supposed to be a video podcast. Um, but we had a little t- technical difficulties, a.k.a. Um, I know that we are in quarantine and um, Zoom has been a part of our lives for what like eight months now but your girl still isn't zoom um, adequate when it comes to recording so we had a few minor glitches and y'all know I can't just send anything out into the world so I wasn't just gonna send out a video that I was not happy about but the audio part of it is still great and it was still a great conversation with a great interview with one of my friends that I love dearly. So I hope you guys enjoy this conversation as we talk about single life and married life and what that looks like in the body of Christ. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this special, special, special season finale episode of Save, Save the Podcast. Hey girl. Hello, hello. Oh, I'm so excited about this. Um, so this is actually my last episode for the year. Um, I'm taking a necessary break from doing episodes because I'm tired. <laughs> um, twenty twenty has been a long 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 year um and also I'm working on a lot of things um inside of my podcast and outside of my podcast um one thing which hopefully will be announced um by the time that this comes out is I am dropping merch for the podcast so hopefully that will be out um by the time that this episode is out if not guys um merch will be out um by the end of November so just wait for that um all the links and everything will be out by then so I'm excited to have that out for all of my listeners and followers um but I'm so excited to be having this conversation with you my dear dear friend Camilla who also has your own podcast and I want you to talk about it as well all right. Well, uh, my name's Camilla Spradley, and the name of my podcast is Light It Up. 
And basically every episode we talk about like an experience or an emotion that like everybody feels and experiences, but um, trying to shed light of it from what the word of God says and how we shift from having just a worldly natural mindset for whatever feeling or experience it is. And we shift it to how God would view it, how God would want us to do, but it's called light it up and i'm on youtube facebook instagram so that's how you can find me it's called the light it up podcast and it's on my youtube channel camilla spradley but i'm excited to be here today with christina so i'm happy when did you do the youtube channel oh girl um i don't remember it started as a way just to back things up um, okay and- yeah, so it's not the main thing that I post, but all of the episodes are on YouTube. Okay, and just so y'all know, she is the reason why this is a video, because I am not a video person. Y'all know I get on my mic, I get in my closet, and I record that way. So Camilla is the reason why this is a video, because her podcast is on video. So I was yes. like, okay, we're going to do this collab. Then since you have a video podcast, then we'll do it on video. So you guys can thank her for y'all seeing my face. Because you are welcome. That's, that's the only way you're going to see my face. <laughs> um, except for my occasional, you know, picture post on, you know, the Safe Safe Podcast Instagram. Um, but today's topic, we are both really excited about. Um, so as many of you know, um, that follow my podcast, I am very much single and very much happy about it. But Camilla is very much married and happy and has two beautiful baby girls that I love dearly. So today we are just going to discuss what that looks like, especially by us both being young and what that looks like differently in our walk with Christ. So um, the first thing I want to talk about is just how differently singleness is looked at in Christianity. Because I know, like, especially for me, like, I'm so content in my singleness, and people look at that so weird. So, like, what do you think about that? How singleness is viewed in Christianity? Um, Sometimes people might view from the angle of not being complete or that you're constantly in wait or in search like you're good now but when you get married that's when life is supposed to start for you um and i believe that people many of us in the church we can misinterpret or have our own interpretation of that verse in genesis where it says not good that man shall be alone um, and it didn't say that that's why he created marriage. He said that's why he created Eve, a companion. So because of that, I think that a lot of people believe that marriage is a part of Christianity. Like if you are Christian, eventually you're going to get married. And if you're not, mm, like singleness is a problem. You know what I mean? Right. Because I mean, I look at that verse in Genesis as like, we all should be in relationships. But that relationship doesn't necessarily mean romantic relationships. Like, I have plenty of relationships with people. I have friends. I have family. I have coworkers. And I'm a whole person. Like, 
I get to love on my friends and my family to the hundredth degree. Like just this weekend, I got to go love on my new baby nephew who's only like a month old and I got to soak that in and I had like a super fulfilling you know conversation with one of my best friends I got to go love on one of my close friends who has had like you know a struggling week and I felt love and Mm -hmm. I haven't felt alone I haven't felt lonely I haven't felt like I needed a romantic partnership and I don't ever feel like that so mm-hmm. I, I totally get that where I feel like people misinterpret that verse. But, and I think I've talked about this in you know, another episode of my podcast where we are designed to be in a relationship, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we're designed to be in romantic partnership. Mm-hmm. But I do want to ask you, do you think it's easier to be a Christian being married? Oh. That is a good question. I I don't think it is. Uh, I think it's all about your mindset um, because once you get married, certain temptations, they don't go away. Uh, marriage is the covenant that you make to be with each other and to love each other uh, until y'all leave this earth. But nothing becomes easier. It actually, to me, <laughs> has been harder. Because um, I guess that verse that the the two shall become one and then as iron sharpens iron, so does one Christian to another. Well, you got your iron waking up to you every morning and you are constantly getting sharpened and you're constantly dying to yourself. So I feel like in many aspects, it kind of um, makes it a little more difficult. Um, Mm -hmm. But by no means is it um, is it more of a burden, but it does, in my opinion, make it just a little more difficult, you know? <laughs> well, I can definitely imagine with you considering who your husband is. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And for those of you that don't know, um, her husband is also our pastor. So mm-hmm. um, that's, that's an added level to it. So. Yeah. Um, I, I can definitely see that, but I feel like it also makes you a stronger Christian. Oh, definitely. Because mm-hmm. you do have that iron right next to you. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I know there are plenty of times where, you know, in my singleness, I do find that I don't always have like that prayer warrior right there. And mm-hmm. I don't want to disturb, especially my married friends. Like I don't want to, I have to be like, you know, what what's going on with you right now or hey you know are you good or is everything okay like do you have time for this moment that I need right now so that's probably the only thing where I'm like it would be nice to have you know my husband right there but that's probably the only thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get that definitely um, how do you think your relationship with God is different in your marriage, though? I think that, for one, it helps me to understand God more uh, because I know Christ was married to the church and the church was his bride or is his bride. And to be married, it puts things in perspective, the level of sacrifice that he has for us, the level of 
compassion and love that he has for us. I think that um, just being married has helped me to understand God more and has helped me to uh, actually chase after him even more. Like in my singlehood, I was chasing after him uh, for me, solely for me and for my wholeness. And being married now, I want to be the best wife that I can be. Um, and beyond that, like the best mother I can be. So it makes me want to go from glory to glory even much more so I can uh, know everything that God has for me and then in turn can be a blessing to uh, to Brandon and to the girls, if that makes sense. Oh yeah, completely. I mean, you, you have a bigger responsibility because mm -hmm. y'all are one. So, I mean, y'all faiths are intertwined in a sense mm -hmm. yeah. so I mean you guys have your own individual relationships with God but they're still intertwined with each other right. so you feel responsible for each other as you should because God gave each other y'all to each other so mm -hmm. I, I get that which is why I know that I'm not ready for that stuff <laughs> like I like the selfishness of it like I like people I think negate singleness because they they're like well I want you know I don't want to be alone but it's like this is your time to be selfish with every aspect of your life including mm -hmm. your relationship with God like right. you get to spend as much time with him as you want mm -hmm. and you don't have the responsibility of anyone else like right. I know I can get up and I can spend two, three, four hours meditating, just in my words, reading, writing, journaling, whatever I feel like doing. And there's nobody to tell me otherwise. Like, I don't have, you know, little ones interrupting me. Like, my house is quiet all the <laughs> time. And I can't, like, take that for granted. And mm -hmm. not to say that it's better or worse than anything. It's just, I'm appreciating this time right now because I know that it won't always be like this because I do desire marriage. I just don't desire it right now. Mm -hmm. And I think we need to take the stigma off of that, especially in the church, that that's okay to be single. Right. And you should enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have... Um something that frustrated me a couple of weeks ago um Gabby had spirit week or something at her school and um one of the days was superhero day mm -hmm. so I had to find her a shirt with superhero on it and all I could find like the boys side they had Black Panther Spider-Man like you name it they had it like superheroes boom <laughs> girl side dresses dresses and then um Disney princesses like that's all that you saw and yeah. it frustrated me so much because even from an early age we train our girls up to aspire uh to marriage which there's nothing essentially wrong with that but when that's all that you you teach them how to grow up to be it's a problem specifically mm -hmm. for young girls because young boys in Walmart section they don't have Prince Naveen on a shirt. They don't have Prince Charming on a shirt. Like ain't nobody, no little boys walk around sporting Prince. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I think it starts from an early age of almost idolizing, um, or you know, making marriage an idol. 
and mm-hmm. that becomes a problem because that becomes all that you chase after and you don't think that you're whole um, if you're not. And that's something that I want to change when we're raising our daughters to know that you are enough um, and you are exactly where God has you. Even if you, even if no man is, <laughs> even if you're not in any man's eyes, you are in the Lord's eyes. You're the apple of the Lord's eyes. So that's all you need. Singleness is a gift in itself, you know? Right. And I think that's the thing, like we need to change the perspective is it's not a curse, it's a gift. I mean, mm-hmm. even if you're single for the rest of your life, which I was I was actually talking to um, one of our friends last night, and I was like, I'm getting to the point where I'm getting so comfortable in my singleness, and it's scaring me, not in the fact that like it's scaring me like, oh my gosh, I'll never get married, but it's scaring me because I'm enjoying it so much, mm-hmm. and it's such a new phase for me. Because I was trained up in the Disney princesses and, you know, oh, married by this age and babies by this age and you got to do this and this is the right way, especially if you're a Christian girl and family asking you, you know, do you want kids? Do you want to be married? And, you know, especially now that I'm getting into my later 20s, people are asking these questions and I'm just like, y'all, I'm happy. Right. And especially as I'm building that relationship closer with God, like, I understand, like, why Paul never married. Like, Mm -hmm. I understand why he devoted his life to God, because it makes sense. Like, you get to just have you and God, and that is just beautiful. Mm -hmm. But that's not saying that, like, I'm not ever going to be the advocate to be like, no one should ever get married, because marriage (laughs) is also beautiful. But you Mm -hmm. should find what works for you and not have anyone like tell you that anything is wrong with either. Right. Yeah. Like every season that you're in is a gift from God. Everything that God created was good, is good. So marriage is good. Singleness is good. And the two are not in competition with each other because Mm -hmm. uh, your married life, your single life, they all serve, they both serve a purpose to bring something out of you that God wants and desires. So I don't think there should be any competition. Like singlehood is beautiful if that's what God has ordained for you. Married life is beautiful if that's what God has ordained for you because God's will is ultimately where where you need to be. Right. But I mean, I think that goes back to, you know, the fruits of the spirit, like people aren't patient. (laughs) Yeah. And then when they aren't patient, then they get in seasons where they aren't supposed to be in. Mm-hmm. And I know like I've met so many people that got married like super young and they're like, I wish that I had waited. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, they are so hesitant on getting married after that that they miss out on certain opportunities because they've been damaged by this person or damaged by that person. Or they make certain mistakes and it's like, just enjoy where you're at and let God lead you wherever it is. And don't let the fear of, you don't even know what's coming to hinder you from your next step. Right. Like I could be sitting here like, okay, I'm creeping up on 30 and I'm single and be like freaking out to where I'm not even enjoying having this peace right now Yeah. and having this freedom of moving around how I'm moving and 
having this opportunity to do all of these things and lining up these things in my life because I'm so focused on something that might not happen ever or might not happen for 10 years from now. Mm -hmm. Or I'm sitting here idolizing your life. Mm -hmm. And then on the flip side, you could be sitting here like, oh, well, I wish I had my 20s to be single. And so it's like people start coveting things and not realizing that they should just enjoy the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just going to say that like it's, this can be the same for married couples or married women where they en- envy uh, women who are still in their single season. And we have to be content and satisfied and find the joy and find the beauty. And it's not that hard to find <laughs> the joy and the beauty in our uh, our season and just making mm-hmm. the best of it. I was talking to um, <laughs> yesterday, my college friends, um, it was all four of us on the phone, which shows you there was not a silent moment anywhere in any angle of the conversation. <laughs> But uh, (laughs) it was two of us, two of us are married and then two of us are single. And we were just talking about like, just having fun. Life is what you make it. Like, despite COVID, despite the craziness, no matter what season you're in, you make your life how you want it to be. Um, And it's a lot easier when you surrender to God, when you give give it over and realize that uh, where you are is where you're supposed to be. So clearly there has to be some joy and some purpose in it, you know? Right. I mean, he makes everything for our good. So clearly mm-hmm. he doesn't have you in this season for no reason. Right. Hey, I rhyme. You're right. You're right. It does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I do want to know, do you think that you took advantage of your singleness to its fullness? Girl, no, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Because again, I was one of those girls coming up where I felt like it was something that was wrong with me, that like I wasn't in a relationship or like at a certain point, like boys weren't really feeling me like that. Like I have a box of notes from middle school it was me and uh, one of my childhood friends. We're still friends to this day. It was like seventh grade. And we were mm-hmm. in the note um, that she wrote or we were writing back and forth. I read where I said, I think I'll be alone forever and we're going to be like cat ladies. Like, and 30 year old me is like, bro, you were like 13. Stop it. You know, <laughs> but because of that, um, that was ingrained in my mind from an early age of thinking that I had to be in a relationship, that I had to eventually have someone to want me. I did not take advantage of my single season. Um, it got a lot better in college. And I think that Brandon came into my life at the right time because I mm-hmm. was content and I was happy and I was striving for what God wanted me to be and not what uh, a guy wanted me to be, you know, but definitely years before that, I could have had more to give him and more to give my daughters had I taken full advantage of it. I I mean, I can understand that because I, I think that's one reason why I'm so thankful for the season I'm in right now is because I'm mature enough to appreciate it. Right, because right. Because it took a lot to get to this point because there were so many years of singleness that I wasted. So I'm mm. thankful that I didn't get married in any of those years. Right. Because I don't think I would have appreciated my married season as much. Mm-hmm. Because now I'm like, when I do get married, I'm going to appreciate it so much because I know that I took full advantage 
of the season that I'm in right now. Right, right. Because, mm-hmm. like, middle school, high school me, I was like, oh, yeah, I want to be married <laughs> by, like, 21. I want to be done having kids by, like, 28. And now I'm like, you know, kids by, like, 35 and 6, maybe. If, do I want kids? Right. Like, these are the questions that are coming in my head now. So it's like, but I know I want God. Right. Like, that's a a for sure Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. And that was a what if. So it's like the tables have turned for me to where I was questioning my faith, but sure, I'm marriage. And that should never be how Mm -hmm. things work. Yeah. So I'm I'm so thankful that he gave me time to appreciate my single season. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say I do think the value of marriage has gone down in this culture. Yeah, it has. Yeah. Um, where it's not necessarily seen as a covenant, but more as a um, you try it out and if it works, great. And if not, it is what it is. You know, and I don't think that it's seen as the holy covenant that it is. And um, something um, that a pastor, the the church I was in in college, it still sticks with me that divorce is literally dividing the force. Like nobody leaves um, the same. Like it's it's messy. Mm -hmm. It's hard to separate because a part of you is missing. Because if y'all became one, then when y'all separate, your part of you is missing. So I think that people, um, we've we've gotten to a point where it's so common that there's uh, no fight left. You know what I mean? Right. And I, I think that it's one of those things where people just, like, they don't want to be single, but they don't want to be married either. Like, they, yeah. they're just content with that middle ground. And it's mm-hmm. just like, it's like no one's willing to make full commitments on anything. It's like people don't trust anything. And so mm-hmm. they're like, well, I, I know I don't want to be alone because obviously we're not equipped to be alone, mm-hmm. but I don't trust this person or I don't trust myself or Mary is a sham or this that, and the other. So we play this middle game of, I don't want to be alone, so I'll get into this relationship or this situationship or I'll be engaged for 10 years. And it's like, but you're still kind of alone. Like, not to throw shade at anybody, but it's like, the only way you're going to not be alone is when you really have that relationship with Christ and really, like, have him be the foundation of who you are Mm -hmm. and build from that because once you get that then like any other relationship you get in has to be like built off of that and then if you get into a romantic relationship you don't want that middle ground right yeah the flip side of that is true where say you get married and uh, you found the one for you Um, If you have not built the proper foundation with God, if you are not content with God alone going into a marriage, then that marriage can never be enough because you're going to make your husband a God. You're going to make your husband your God. 
and you're going to depend on him for your happiness and your fulfillment and your joy. When at the end of the day, a husband was never meant to meet those um, those um, qualities. You know, like it's mm-hmm. so important that before you walk into the covenant of marriage, that you are fully content and satisfied and uh, just find your full joy in God alone. I want to know what the best part of marriage is for you. Mm-hmm. I think the best part would be just it's hard to really pick one. I have to give you like three, maybe top three, I guess. Top three. Let's go for it. Ooh, okay. Then I got to prioritize, which, okay. No, in no particular order. And it no might particular be, order. Not three, but five. But here we go. Okay. One That's is. It just shows that um, you love your marriage. <laughs> you're right. You're right. One <laughs> is like just the constant companionship that you get. Um, mm-hmm. And it's no type of companionship that's going to run off and leave when times get hard. Like it's Mm -hmm. the, like down for you. We're in this, no matter what, you're going to see the good, bad and the ugly, but I know that you're always going to be here for me. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that probably would be the, the top probably for me, knowing that I can be my full self, the good, bad and the ugly. And knowing that Brandon's still going to be there because it helps me be genuine and authentic. Um, and then the second or number two, I feel like I summed it up all in number one, um, <laughs> but number two specifically being, uh, married to Brandon is that there's nowhere to hide. And you would think that that would kind of be maybe a bad thing. Um, <laughs> but cause sometimes we do want to go hide, but there's nowhere I mean, to hide. Being his- friend I completely understand that because I be trying to hide from him and then I get up on Sunday morning and I'm like oh my business is with his sermon that's cool but it's one of those things where it's not even like he's telling my business it's like the Holy Spirit tells on me through him and I'm like this is really a man of God so Mm -hmm. I get that and it it helps me grow in my faith so yeah. I can only imagine how much stronger it is in y'all marriage because I see it in our friendship. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like you, um, there's nowhere to hide from from God and from the conviction of the Holy Spirit. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know that you're going to reach your purpose. Uh, right. And he's going to help. Like a true partner in marriage is one that's going to, help you become more into what God had you to be. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that would be another one. And maybe just the third one is just the series of just kind of like a friendship, like a series of inside jokes that nobody else would get, but y'all yeah. too. Just that sense of uh, closeness, I think would be just, the funnest part of being married is just being able to share a journey with someone who you know is not going to leave you, you know? Right. And I'll say for your marriage in particular, I love seeing you guys just be you guys because (laughs) like, I appreciate that I am y'all friends Um, because there are so many marriages where 
I mean, you see the good, bad, and ugly of them, and you're just like, is this what marriage is about? Or mm-hmm. you'll hear certain things, and I like. There have been times where I've seen certain marriages, and I'm like, mm, I don't know if I want that. Right. But I can honestly say there has never been a time where I've seen you guys, even if I know that you guys might be going through something hard, where I'm like, mm, I don't know if I want that. Like it's always been like a, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like something that's attainable like mm-hmm. so I appreciate the fact that I know that God is at the center of y'all marriage because it makes marriage look like what it's I can imagine God meant for it to look like right right and that's not saying that like I'm idolizing it or anything I just appreciate it yeah mm-hmm. and I'm sure because you guys are the leaders of our church other people appreciate it as well Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to say that part. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Single life is hard, though. I will say that. I feel like if you are in, truly in God's purpose, where you're supposed to be, I feel like it's going to be hard at some at some part. You know what I'm saying? Um, like going back to. Um, the sermon on sun, uh, today when we were mentioning Romans 12, um, like giving yourself as a living sacrifice, like truly worshiping God. If you are truly worshiping God in your single season or in your married uh, season, then it's going to be hard because it is a sacrifice. Like, that's what true worship is. But yeah, I'm just, mm-hmm. yeah especially like now. <sighs> that's I didn't even, that'd be a whole other episode if we get into like trying to date as a Christian too. Yeah. Whew. We don't have time today. I will say that. Okay. Well. The struggle is real. But yes, I've enjoyed this so much as well. And um, again, you can find Light It Up on Facebook and Instagram under your um, Facebook and Instagram handles, which are. I have Camilla Spradley as my Facebook and then Instagram. It's Milla, M-I-L-L underscore and Marie, M-A-R-I-E, I I believe. (laughs) And then on YouTube under Camilla Spradley as well. That's right. You can find all the videos right on YouTube, Camilla Spradley. Mm -hmm. And also, you guys know that Save Save Podcast is everywhere that podcast can be found. And there you have it, guys. This has been the season one finale of Save Save the Podcast. Thank you for being along for the journey. And you heard that right. Merch is on the way. That is right. Merch is on the way. You can rock your save.
Google Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, CastBox, Anchor, wherever podcasts are found, we are there. We want to get the word out. They can go back and listen to all our previous episodes while we take this well-needed break. But we are going to be back in 2021, and we are going to be back and stronger Girl.